Welcome to the Media Mavens Podcast, brought to you by the Evergreen Network. The Media Mavens Podcast is where you'll hear the latest and greatest trends, topics, and tribulations with industry leaders. And here is your host of the Media Mavens Podcast. She is the original Media Maven, Sarah Miller. Hi, this is Sarah Miller, CEO of Access Entertainment and your host for Media Mavens Podcast, here with my co-host, Joe Pirates. What's up, Joey? Hey, everything is going well on a Tuesday. How are you doing? I'm good. You got to love the Zoom. I'm super excited because our Zoom was delayed today because we have one of my favorite people from my favorite islands, Claudio Monesi, operations manager and dive master down at Affinity Bay, who heads up the entire diving operations. Hi, Claudio. Welcome to the show. Hey, sorry, Joe. How are you guys? Very good to hear from Rodan, Honduras. I am yes. so excited I was down there with you guys a few weeks ago. I came back, it's been like, what, two weeks? And I'm already mad I'm not down there again. It's, it's the most magical place down in Roatan. But let, I'm so excited we're going to have, we're having you on, Claudio. You literally are so impressive. You're not just the operations manager, but you are like a dive master in charge of the, op, the whole dive center. And this island was built sustainable because it's the largest reef in the world to the Barrier Strait for diving and snorkeling. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, it's the second larger reef. The first one is the Great Barrier Reef in Australia. But now, I mean, this is the closest to the States. Uh, it's very accessible, very easy, very large. I mean, comes from basically south of Florida to Venezuela, pretty much. Pretty big. Wow. I didn't think Awesome. So, like, let's talk about this. Now, I'm super excited. And you, you're you a dive guy. You've always dived your entire life. And I know when I was chatting with you last time, I was down there three weeks ago. You said you may be going to Brazil to dive with the whales. Yeah, yeah. If again, uh, either Brazil or Argentina. I'm back whales, cold water, Atlantic, but uh, I mean, totally worth it. Aren't there a lot of sharks down there? Sharks <laughs> 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 everywhere. Well, Everywhere. <laughs> there, there, there are no sharks in Roatan in the Caribbean. <laughs> so I, there are there are many sharks in Roatan, but I mean they don't care about us. Okay, that's all we care about. So what's well, so let's talk to us because you know it is summer. A lot of people are starting to travel again. I took a patty class, and then halfway through like an eight-hour class, I tapped out of it and decided we didn't finish it. But then again. I was in Arizona, not a lot of diving in Arizona years ago at the time. Like you, Joe, are you a, have you taken the class or ever snorkeled or dived before? No, I've snorkeled before, but not dove. Okay. So you can't, Claudia, what's the rule of thumb? You can't fly. No, you could fly and dive, but you can't dive and fly within 24 hours, right? Exactly. I mean, you can land and, and dive straight away. But if you do one dive, at least you have to wait 12 hours. It depends how deep is the dive, but at least 12 hours. If you do two dives, it's always recommended 18, 12, 24 hours before flying. That's what I thought. So why, why is that? Curious. Well, because when you dive, you accumulate nitrogen. That is mm-hmm. one of the gas that you're breathing. And accumulating this gas makes you like uh, feel sick uh, if you fly because the gas is pumped in your veins and you're going to have some problems uh, flying right after. So that's why oh, okay. you have to wait till your body exhale this residual gas. 
Okay, would you get the bends or something along those lines? Would that exactly. be about the same thing? Exactly. The compression sickness. This is one of the problems, yes. Oh, okay. I got you. That, that's dangerous, right? Dangerous, yes. But it's way more dangerous to drive a car. <laughs> Good to know. Okay, so Claudio, so how long have you been diving for? And like, how did you end up, because you're from Italy, how did you end up down in Roatan? Well, like all the instructors, you like experience, you like travel around the world. So I've been traveling a little bit around the world. And then I was in Mexico, so next door. And then I decided to come to Rodan, this amazing island with amazing beaches and diving. And now, I mean, I already spent four years, four and a half years over here. I've been diving for 20 years, pretty much. Like Roatan's known to be some of the best diving anywhere. Exactly. exactly. I mean, it's fantastic. It's really for everybody. You got current dives, drift, uh, well, drift dive. You got shipwrecks, night dives uh, that you can do easily a 40 feet deep. Short dive, you can do any kind of dive. You got canyons, you got swim throughs, it's very, very nice. And the wildlife is very abundant, so it's very, very nice. What, what's the most popular dives down there? Because there's a lot of diving down on Roatan, but Infinity Bay is starting to grow to become the premier dive place on that resort. And you've been managing all of this. I know with Rick Kalinsky, who we just had on, who's the GM of Infinity Bay. What's so special about I know Roatan's great, but like, I know most of the diving is at Affinity Bay because it's that private stretch of beaches at the end of the island. Is that what makes it kind of the hot spot compared to all the other dive places because the reefs out there, because it's private, there's not as much boat traffic and everything? Well, yeah, this is the really where the islands ends and is where the reef get closer to the shore. For From where we are located... You can get into the water and start shore diving. And after like two kicks and you find the corals, fish, turtles, you can see a lot of stuff. Uh, here we got a private dock. So this allows us to, I mean, to really get off your room, get on, on the boat and go diving directly from the dock. Quite how Excuse far me? out from, from the property, from the sand, the beach, are the reefs? It's in meters, probably 50 meters. I would say... Wow. 70 yards, something like that. That's not bad. It's really next to it. And you guys also certify people down there as well. So you don't have to be certified to be down there. And I know when we chatted, you said it was like two or three hours in the water. I mean, take us through the process of how do you guys certify people down there? Well, yeah, in two hours, you can do what is called discover scuba diving. So basically an introduction. It's baptism. So for people who never dove before, they can come here. They can have a theory class with the instructor. There's some easy exercises that we do directly from the shore that we use as a pool. And then when everybody's comfortable, we go for a dive maximum depth of 40 feet. And this is something that you can do for from 10 years old till 85 years old. This is also part of the open water course. So the certification, the license that you can have to dive all around the world. With this introduction, you basically are doing one fourth of the whole open water course. The open water course lasts three days, three half days, and you can get certified. But if you do this one, it's two hours and then you're out there, does that still certify you or it doesn't? Or is it certified? Well, it's, it counts as an experience and you can use this dive in the next six months as part of the open water course. But it's not, it's not a certification. Oh, 
What's the deepest you've gone down? Hmm. Well, I'm a technical diver, so I've been to 240 feet deep, but recreational diving, it allows you to go a maximum depth of 120 feet. Okay, so you've gone 200. Does that mean just explore the bottom and shipwrecks? Or like, where did yeah, you- Yeah, there is, there is a, as I said, Rodan is very, it's an amazing island. You have a lot of opportunity, a lot of different dive spots. As I said, there are two shipwrecks. There is one shipwreck really next where we are located in West Bay area that is called Josie J. And to go there, uh, you need to be a technical diver. It's a very deep dive. And you go there to explore, yes, to explore the shipwreck. So what's the most popular dives down in Roatan right now? Is it the exploratory? Well, Is it the surface? Because like I'm good snorkeling. I think I'm good 15 feet, but 40 feet is 40 feet the minimum you have to go to see stuff. No, the minimum is snorkeling. <laughs> <laughs> if you go snorkeling, you're gonna already see a lot of things. But diving, I mean, even very shallow, even at 20 feet, you start to see a lot of things. If you go deep, then at some point the light is gonna start disappearing, then it's not that colorful, let's say. And you want to see the turtles and all the coral reefs and everything. So all of that out at Infinity Bay in Roatan is like 20, 30 feet, right? You can still see all of that. Yeah, 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 exactly. And if you go snorkeling from the reef, you can see everything from there. Diving, of course, you get more into the things, into the ocean. So it's way better, personally. I've taken a look at the prices that you guys have online, and it seems very affordable just just to get started. Yeah, you're right. It's with $115. I mean, if you book online, you got 10% discount. So with $105, you can start with the discount. And we yeah, I think that one of the best things out there that you have, and I and I was taking a look at the site, is a shark dive. You you could do a dive with sharks. I think a lot of people, you know, once they get you know certified, would love to do something like that. Yeah, and when you get certified, you can you can do the shark dive. It's a dive at seventy feet deep. It's amazing. I mean, you dive with reef sharks. Uh, they are, let's say, kind of big. They are uh, six feet, six and a half. Uh, you got even females. They can reach nine feet, and you can swim with them. They don't really care about you. They don't care. They are curious. They look at you, but they don't care. But that's the rule of thumb down there because I mean, it's the reef, so you can't like touch stuff and pull stuff apart and touch anything. Otherwise, you're like destroying the ecosystem down there. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you don't want to touch anything. When you go snorkeling, when you go diving, you want to see, enjoy, and that's it. You know, you want to steal with your eyes, good memories, but that's it. Because you want to leave the same thing for the next generation, for the next people that's going to get into the water. If you step on the coral, you're stepping on something that is going to die as soon as you step on it, straight away. And to grow again, well, it takes years and years. I would think that diving, okay, I mean, I like the snorkeling, but a lot of the snorkeling out off the beach head there in Fendi Bay is very shallow in some areas. So you're maybe only a foot or two above the reefs and the coral, the rocks. You don't know what's poisonous, what's not if you're up against it. So you've got to really be careful because I've had that problem where I've been snorkeling and I've stood up and I was like, five miles out into the ocean with our dive boat. And I got disoriented and I was stepping in the middle of the ocean because I was on the sand dune, but then I didn't know how to get off it because there was so much coral and stuff around me. And I just didn't want to, what I didn't want to get stung by anything weird, but I didn't want to destroy the reefs around there. I would think with diving, because it's deeper, 
you have a better opportunity to really swim in between and see stuff without worrying about breaking it or rubbing up against it. Is that right? Yeah, 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 you're right. I mean, if you go diving, you can see things from a different perspective. You can get very close to the things. You float, okay? When you go snorkeling, you float as well. Uh, you are really into the water. You have this jacket that is called BC, BCD. It's a flotation device that makes you float in neutral buoyancy. So basically, you if there is no current, you're not going to touch anything. You're going to just look at things. See, of course, there are a lot of things. That are- that's why I love it about there's no there's no currents down in Rotan. You're in the islands there. So, I mean, you're not having to worry about fighting against currents and riptides and stuff. It's it's amazing to just float around down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some dive sites where there is current. There are more for advanced divers, but the current is not that strong. It's a mild current. So it's not like other places like Cozumel. There is a very abundance of fish in all the dive sites. And so it's very, 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 very enjoyable for the different kind of dives that we have. Was there ever a talk of creating artificial reefs in the area? Yeah. So with the Marine Park, all the dive shops, they are like helping to preserve the environment and growing coral reef as well. Also, there is a disease that is going around in the Caribbean. And we are, I mean, our dive shop is adopting two different dive spots where we are injecting a solution to help the coral to come back to normality. Okay. So we cooperate to, as I said, you know, to provide to the next generation a very health reef. It's tough, but we can do it. Wait, you guys are diving out there with like reef protectors and stuff to help grow it or to protect it from getting worse? Protecting from getting worse. That is so, and I know there's limited, I know there's a lot of limited species. I know it was like years ago, the tiger fish, they were eating the reefs and eating away at the reefs. And so people were killing the tiger fish and eating them, whatever, because they weren't protected because the problem is they couldn't keep them out of the actual reefs. Is, is that correct? But I get that backwards. Yeah, it's not as correct. It's another cat. It's a lionfish. So it's not a tiger fish. Oh, lionfish. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> and uh, well, what they do, they uh, eat the baby fish. So basically, they're very angry. There are a lot of places here in the island. There are not too many, thanks God. So when we go out, we do lionfish hunting as well. So we kill lionfish when we find them and we eat them. They're very tasty, actually. But uh, it's not a plague like other places. There are not so many. It's not a concern that they're going to be extinct down there or they like a wide variety other places in the world? No, I don't think it's going to be. I mean, if they are there, it's for a reason. So personally, we shouldn't kill them. At some point, the nature is going to do its job, right? But I mean, if they're there, it's for a reason. Now, we know that they are killing other like, Small fishes, but I mean, if they are there for a reason. So yeah. I don't really agree about lionfish. I do it, you know, but uh, I don't really totally agree. So, it, it, so and I know there's a lot of turtle. I mean, there's just so much sea life down there and everything. Yeah, yeah. How are you guys doing? I mean, I know COVID was kind of tough. And you guys, I mean, are there, you have a lot of locals, you know, from the mainland and stuff come down there. I mean, has the diving industry for you guys grown a lot over the past? few years and did it slow down during COVID or is it still becoming the hot spot for divers? Well, it went pretty down during the COVID. 
we closed the dive shop for seven, eight months. Rick Konisky really helped us a lot. This is very, very important. So he really helped us to maintain uh, the staff as well. Now it's coming back to normality pretty much. We are coming back stronger than before. This is good. The reef, it's, I mean, healthier because after one year of not tourists, he had the opportunity to grow better, right? I think that's true with a lot of stuff because, you know, when I was down there a few weeks ago, it, you could tell when there's not all the tourists and all the traffic, it gave that island a chance to regrow a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know there was like three new baby monkeys at Gumbelina Park down the road, you know, been everything. I mean, some of the big iguanas looked a little bit fatter than last time I was down there. But I just think like I just think it's great that all the boats were gone, all the tourists were gone to give that place a chance to breathe. And I know cruise ships are coming back. So that's gonna be great business for diving as well. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean they're coming back. It's not gonna be like two years ago, but uh, slowly things they're gonna move forward and probably they're gonna be back as before. Now we are more conscious about uh, the environment, so we know how to preserve it better than we used to do in the past. Amazing. I mean, I know September, a huge fishing tournament down there. Is yeah. it also big for diving in September, or is it just the fishing tournament? September is very quiet for us. Still, the weather is fantastic. September, October can be very nice. The end of September is when the rainy season starts. But uh, rainy season, like showers for one hour, one hour and a half, sometimes 15 minutes. Fishing tournament, uh, it's something more like for local people. They come here, they fish, go for marlins, uh, maki-maki, wahoo. But it's not something big for scuba diving. So if the divers want to come, most of them, they find the boat accessible, you know, not too many people around. And it doesn't matter if it rains or not, you guys still go diving, right? Yeah, you're going to get wet anyway. Okay, good point. <laughs> Didn't think about that. Okay, Joe, no comment. <laughs> that that makes it, but I mean, you know what? It's dark and cloudy. Things don't come out, but then again, it's an island. It's always sunny down there. Okay, yeah. I get it. No, I get it. Now, you guys do night fish or night diving as well, or is it only during the day? No, no, no. We do night dive as well. It's fantastic here uh, when there is full moon. Uh, we can see the string of birds. So it's like a disco underwater. You see lights everywhere. You see crabs, morels, bioluminescence as well. You see, is that crabs? Yeah, crabs. Uh, you see lobsters as well coming out, different species, uh, uh, octopus. Very, very nice. And that's during when it's a full moon? When it's full moon, is nicer. Yes, it's a little bit different. You got the string of birds. There are like tiny animals called copepods. They like have these eggs lying under their body and they are like bioluminescent. So you can see the lights everywhere. Yeah. They glow, yeah. What is the most popular dive for you guys? What Which one do you guys do the most with the tourists that come down there? If they're a little bit experienced, we go to Western Wall and Pablo's Place. They are the nicest. It's where there is current life, yeah, eagle rays, uh, turtles, it's very, very nice. Other amazing places are all in the world, are like canyons. So if you like swim through in canyons, just go exploring, you see tiny stuff, tiny creatures, tiny grubs, shrimps, uh, a lot of corals, very, very nice. And then right outside of 
the resort, if you just go swim straight out, keep going, you hit a reef wall, right? With a bunch of stuff. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. The place is amazing. So you've been diving your whole life, right, Claudio? This is like something you've done since you're a little or? Yeah, I started young. I mean, my parents introduced me to dive when I was 10 years old, pretty much. Then I went free diving a little bit. And I did my university career and I studied marine ecology. So I've been diving even at the university, studying, researching. And then at some point I said, you know what? I want to travel around the world. And then I start traveling. What's the most exciting? Like, I know you want to go dive with the whales and down in Argentina or Brazil in October. Where else have you been? That Have you dove with sharks or whales before? Yeah, yeah. I've been in Australia diving with uh, different kinds of sharks. Tiger shark, you got white teeth, blue teeth. We saw bamboo shark, lemon sharks. Whales, uh, always, well, sperm whale and humpback whales. Still, I'm waiting for the great white. <laughs> I don't think you want that. I really don't. I've, I'm, I'm watching Shark Week now on TV. They are nice. They are nice. They are lovely. Have you ever dove in those cages with the sharks? No, 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 no. Never done cage diving. I did bull sharks when I was in Mexico. Uh, no cage. No cage. Just a pose. If they get a little bit too close, you just pull them away gently. But as I said, you know, sharks, they usually don't care about you. Great whites seem to not care. I mean, the big thing with surfing, there's a place here in L.A., up north in California called Stinson Beach. And it's it's known for all the shark attacks because when sharks see surfers and you just ha- you're paddling, they because their vision, they just look like seals to them with the arms and legs and the bodies. So they always go up, crunch and pull them under. But then they realize it's a human and a star foam surfboard. They let them go because they, they can't distinguish between a human and a seal until they bite them. I did get that on Shark Tank somewhere, Joe. Um, it was just, yeah. <laughs> but, 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 that's, but that's great white sharks. I mean, but they do attack people, though. I mean, I mean, normally, if you're diving out in Australia or in shark-infested waters and they see you, Clotter, you don't think they really, you think they only bite people when they're on boards and they mistake them for seals? Or do you think they really don't get aggressive with humans when they're out there diving? I don't think they get aggressive. They probably want to taste you. Imagine you go traveling somewhere else and then you see something, a fruit hanging on a tree. Is it like, well, let's try it. It's the same thing. You know, imagine they see something different. Somebody like swimming around. They never saw it before. It's not that I'm going to get aggressive. They don't protect really their environment. They go just traveling around. And then at some point they see you and they probably want to taste you. But most of the people, they die. They don't die because they get like eaten alive from sharks. You know, they got bitten and their mouth is pretty big sometimes, you know, so they can kill you. But if you see... How many people die during the year is nothing compared to the amount of cow that kills people, car crash, well, too many car crash, uh, or hippo, hippopotamus. I mean, they kill way more people than sharks. Hippopotamuses don't kill people? Yes. Wait, have you been hanging out down in Africa with hippopotamuses? No, never been in Africa. Well, I I did. Well, I went to, yes, the Red Red Sea, but I mean, just charm and shake. So, you, there. so you've tra- you've traveled around the world. Yeah. Where's your favorite? Uh, where's your favorite place to dive? Uh, no, no, cannot tell. There are so many different places, different animals. I mean, Australia was fantastic. 
Mexico as well with the caves and Cenote is fantastic. Honduras is fantastic. Probably at the moment, what I like the most is Radan. It's very, very nice. Yeah. I'm still not tired to dive in here. I cannot stop talking and say enough good things about that island because I've been going down there for like probably nine years, 10 years mm-hmm. since Rick started building that place out. And I got to say the water, the air, the snorkeling, it is probably one of the most amazing destination places. And it's so easy to get to from the U.S. I, I, this is what I love about it. But the people are nice. But, you know, and I'm not a big diver, but like I have. Not heard, yet. Yeah, I've not heard, yet. No, not yet. But so many people have been saying comments to me. They've heard Roatan has some of the best diving and it's starting to get it's starting to swell and become very popular. People aren't going down there, but they keep hearing about the diving and snorkeling down there. And it is absolutely, I mean, I've snorkeled and I've had the most amazing time snorkeling, but I am going to go diving with you October when I come back. Good. For sure. Good choice. And Bring do, joy as well. Do, yeah. I, do, I'm trying to, here's really funny, or whatever, on a podcast, so I don't care what we say. Joe's wife is a anthropologist. No, no, she's an archaeologist. 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 So I Good. feel... She Red would love being down there. She's always digging for bones and dead animals and dinosaurs. This is like live fish. I mean, Brick and I made a comment to him on the last podcast. We need to get them down there. Everybody has to at least take a dive class and go diving at least once in their life. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm I'm all for it. It's just uh, I gotta find the time. That's the thing. I, it's just it's addicting. And you know what? It's so quiet and calm. Nobody could talk to you. You can't have your phone. You don't have to stress. You're just like down there with these sea creatures and total calmness and quietness looking at them. It is the most amazing experience. And that's just snorkeling. So I'm excited to go diving with you guys. When you go diving, there is no wife, husband, telephone, work, taxes. <laughs> Problem, nothing. Yeah, it is the best feeling down there. Do you dive every day? No, not anymore. Really? I dive very often, but not every day. Got it. I'm surprised. I really am surprised about that. (laughs) I've been diving a lot during my life, so now I'm more managing the situation. So if there is some particular dive that I want to do, of course I will do it. But now I prefer to stay behind the scene. Gotcha. So you're running all the operations for the dive place down there. So that makes sense. Oh my God, Claudio, it was so awesome having you on to talk about this. I just feel like, I mean, just there's got to be more people talking about how incredible, not just Roatan is, but the diving, the reefs down there. It's just beyond, like you can't even explain how beautiful it is. For anybody who wants more information, because I know a lot of people don't know about Roatan, but they know there's a reef and the diving down there. Where is a good place to send them for more information on the dive center down there? Well, you can come directly at the dive shop or they can go on uh, infinitydivers.com and they can find all the information, prices, email, telephone number. And there's a lot of photos as well of what you guys are seeing out there, right? Yeah, you're right. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It is. It speaks for itself. It was so good to have you down here or down here on the podcast with us. If I'm hoping to see you in October, if you're not out diving with whales and sharks in South America, but we're going to stay in touch with you, but I'm happy you came on to talk about this. I had such a good time in the summer. Everybody's looking for something to do and places to go. And as a destination, I think a dive trip. And it's not just, you know, because it's Roatan and it's beautiful and Effendi Bay, but it's an amazing experience and it's a safe 
diving is, most people don't think diving is that safe or they get claustrophobic, then the breathing apparatus and everything, but it is actually very safe to go diving. Very safe. It's more dangerous driving a car, I told you. But, but don't, yeah. I just think the PADI classes here in the U.S., you know, it's two or three days. You have to do the classes, a lot of math and science with the oxygen and, you know, looking at all the instruments and stuff. Is it really that complicated or is it much simpler than that? No, it's very easy, very easy. Of course, I mean, you have to be serious in what you do and you have to, like, trust in the instructor and all the professionals uh, that work in scuba diving. And you have to find a proper dive shop with experience. And like, if you respect the rules, if you follow the rules, if you follow your plan and the plan they've been programmed, then everything is going to be easy and wonderful. Great. Okay, Joe, I think we've got to convince you guys. We got to, we got to, we got to go. That's, that's my goal. You get as many people down diving as possible with these guys to Infinity Bay. Thank you. Thank oh you very much. Claudia, it was so good having you. Good luck with your um, everything down there. Keep us posted. And then we'll definitely circle back with you on another podcast in October. We'll come down, get one underwater. Thank you very much. It's a great Thank day. you guys. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Media Mavens podcast. If you don't want to miss an episode or download past episodes, subscribe to the Media Mavens podcast on your favorite podcast provider, or on the Evergreen Podcast Network. To learn more about the podcast or our guests, log on to www.mediamavenspodcast.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.